This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. Heavenly Father, we ask that by the power of the Holy Spirit, open our eyes to see. Speak to every man, speak to every woman. We thank you for the spirit of wisdom and revelation. We receive grace to minister your word by the anointing of the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. What, what a wonderful Sunday. We bless the name of the Lord. I want to read something to us this morning. And then I want to continue from where we stopped last Sunday. And then we moved on on Wednesday. We spoke about the master planner. There is a miracle in your desert because there is a master planner. And God is an extraordinary strategist. He's a master planner. I want to continue this morning. So we, we spoke about a few things. So remember, so let's start this way, which we started with last week. If you cannot remember what God has done in the past, then you will limit God greatly. That's what the Bible said, that bless the Lord, O oh my soul, Psalm 103. And forget not all his benefits. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless him and forget not all his benefits. Psalm 106, Psalm 107, Psalm 105. Talking about how the Israelites forgot about what God did in the past. So when we talk about multiplication, when we talk about experiencing uh, the good plan that God has planned for you, you know, he said, I know my thoughts towards you. They are thoughts of good and not of evil. God's plans are always great. And right now, as you are watching me, wherever you are, whatever situation you are in, there is a plan. And God's plans are always good. Hallelujah. But there are steps to take by man to experience what God has planned and the power of Jehovah. So we started with the first one that you must not forget what he has done in the past. Every blessing, every miracle of the past must be remembered and thanksgiving must be offered for them. And then the second thing that we dealt with on Sunday, and then we actually uh, dwelt a little on this on Wednesday also, the fact that you must also recognize what he has given to you. And this second will lead to the third one I want to share with us this morning. So we looked at different stories in the Bible. Moses and the rod. The woman and the jar of oil. If you don't recognize what God has given to you. See, there is nobody without anything. There is nobody without something. God has given you something, and it has to be recognized. Hallelujah. But this morning, that second thing will lead to the third one, which is very important. The third one, the second one will lead to the third one. Nobody experiences the master plan of God, the blessings of God, without Moving from recognizing what he has given you to being faithful with what he has given you. In talking about prosperity, in talking about the blessing, in talking about abundance, in talking about multiplication, the most ignored key is faithfulness. And this is a vital key. 
And that's why I'm going to share this with you this morning. Hallelujah. This is great. Let's read something from, um, I want to read from Luke. Let's start that way. Luke chapter 16. We start from verse 10. Luke 16, 10. See, this morning as I minister, I believe that the Lord will open your eyes to see things and that your life will experience a quantum leap. It's not new. People have experienced this in the Bible before. And people are still experiencing this now. Now look at, look at, look at Luke 16, 10. Jesus is talking and he said, He that is faithful in that which is least is faithful also in much. And he that is unjust, hey, in that which is least is unjust also in much. Mm. Hallelujah. Verse 12. If you have be, not been faithful in that which is another man's, who shall give you that which is your own? It appears from this scripture as saying, remember I'm talking about God's master plan, and I'm talking about the unlimited God. Listen, somehow God does not start by giving you your own. He starts by putting you under another man, which represents where you walk, where you live. There are people watching me right now. You are praying to God for a house. But the way you treat the house you live right now, it's nothing to write home about. You are praying to God for a car. <laughs> you see, as simple as this sounds, we are going to see the Bible people look. So God, hey, as a matter of fact, listen, don't pray to God for more. Only do what is right in what you have already. There is a principle in the Bible. If you are faithful with little, much will be given to you. If you are not faithful with little, no matter how much you pray for much, it will not come. God does not really give people what they pray for. He gives you what you have the capacity to undo. And this is what many people don't know. So from time to time, I'm going to use David as an example this morning. Check your capacity. So it does not look, it's like what they say that actions, they speak louder than voice. You are making your voice known unto God, and Lord, give me this, Lord, give me this. But your action is betraying what you're asking God for. Somebody is dreaming of becoming a big time businessman. There's nothing wrong with that. But you are so unfaithful where you work right now. You come late, you look for every opportunity to avoid working. Brother, Fast and pray till tomorrow. Nothing is going to happen because you are violating the word. He that is faithful in little is faithful in much. He that is unfaithful. So in other words, when God wants to promote, it comes to check what you do with the present to determine what next he gives you. Hallelujah. So when we recognize, when we give God thanks for what he has done before, when we recognize what he has given to you, the next thing is to be faithful with what he has given to you. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. You know, Jesus actually fulfilled all these things. So I go to David. Somehow, when the master called the people out and he was ministering, or they came to see him, and they were hungry. And they were seriously hungry. You know, even though the men did not know that, it was master that out of his compassion and said that, okay, you know what? And then, in that story, 
Jesus wanted to multiply bread. John 6, Matthew 14, Matthew 15, you're going to find the same story. He wanted to multiply bread. And the master did something unusual. He first of all asked the men to sit down. He asked for the five loaves and the two fishes. Somebody's listening to me. You are looking at multitudes. So many things to do with money. And your income is very far from the plans that you have, from the budget, from the things that are staring you at your face. You are so far from it. But this is the principle. What I've just read to you in God's word. Oh, glory to God. Jesus took the bread. In the midst of many things that you need, you add the five loaves and the two fish. If you don't manage them well, if you are not faithful to those five loaves and two fishes, the multiplication will not come. Inside that five loaves, inside that food, inside that one lunch, you have what is enough to feed multitude, but it's important that you recognize that you have to be faithful to the first of all. Proverbs 13, 23, the Bible said that there is much food. Oh, anytime people say, I don't have anything, this scripture comes to mind. Proverbs 13, 23, much food is in the tillage of the poor, but the Bible said that there is want of judgment. In other words, even when you see a person that you consider poor, the Bible is saying that there is much food. It might not be raw food in that sense, but the Bible says that even the poorest, there is something, but lack of judgment. They cannot recognize that thing. You see, in teaching about uh, prosperity, success, and everything, it's important to tell saints. You cannot neglect the law of faithfulness. He that is faithful in little, so Jesus recognized, and faithfulness leads to ability to manage. So, let's read something about David. It's a scripture that you know very well. First, 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 first Samuel 17. You know, you talk about how he brought down the giants, and we bless God for that. But many people overlooked the fact that for years or for months, it was with the sheep. When God wants to make a man a king, when he wants to commit people into your hands, he will likely start by committing sheep into your hands. When you are not faithful to sheep, you will not sit on the throne. God will not give you another, oh, oh God. You know, as I'm speaking now, there are people asking God for 10 million. What have you done with 100,000? Once you consider it as nothing, the parable of the talents that we are all very familiar with, that Jesus gave in Matthew 25. The whole essence of the parable is this. Oh, oh dear Lord Jesus. Uh, let, let's read, let's read before we... <laughs> I'm trying to stay within my time and let's read. Praise the Lord. Matthew 25. Wherever you are at home, hold your Bible in your hand and just look at it. The Bible says the kingdom of God shall be likened to ten virgins. That's what, and then it started with that. Then verse 14, for the kingdom of heaven is as a man traveling into a far country who called his own servant and delivered unto them his goods. And to one he gave five talents, to another two, and to another, everyone according to his several ability. 
and straight away he took his journey. Then he received the five talents, went and traded with it, same, and made them five talents. And likewise, he that received two, he also gained two. But he that received one went and dig and hide it in the heart at his Lord's money. After a long time, the Lord returned. Verse 20. And so he that received five talents came and brought other five talents, saying, Lord, you gave me five. Here is five more. And the Lord said to him, Well done, thou good and faithful servant. You see that word again. Faithfulness makes you do something tangible with what you have. It is a terrible sin. To look away from what you have and look at what someone else has. So, this master was going out and he called his servant. He gave one five talents. He gave one two and he gave one one. And he gave them according to his ability. That means the master looked at them and he said, You, five talents will help you in your life. He looked at someone else and he said, Two talents will help you in your life. And looked at somebody and he said, one is okay for you. I remember some Sundays ago in church before the lockdown, I shared along this line. And I said something quite profound. The master understood their ability. He wasn't being partial. He looked at one and he said that the way I'm looking at you, one talent is enough. You'll be able to make do with one talent. <laughs> Glory to God. See, there are people watching me. Never regret that you were not born into a very rich family. The master has looked at you and he, he felt when he was creating that with what I put inside this one, even drop him in the ghetto. If he grows up there, it's going to be great. So some people are so strong that God feels that with just one talent, with just a single mother, he didn't create the situation, but no, no, to God are all his works. Now, that a father working there, that's not the work of God. But in the midst of everything, when a person turns to God, he fashions out his own thing from whatever the predicament is. Hallelujah. Some people were born in America, maybe five talents. But God has looked at some people, what he has put inside you. He said, you are strong enough to be born in Nigeria or any other place. And from wherever you are, your light shines to the rest of the world. Never envy anybody and be like, if I was born. No, you were born in the right place. The circumstances might, start, might have been tampered with by the enemy. Things might have, been, might have happened at the beginning. Losses and a lot of things. Maybe divorce, separation. And then here you are, maybe a single mother. Or here you are, low on kind. Never from wherever you are, just lift up your eyes. The plan will start from wherever you are. God is a master planner. So he gave one five. <laughs> when I heard it from a man, I was shocked. The one with five talents, God just said, this one is so weak, so weak, that we have to give him five talents to survive. The one with two, a little strong, two is okay for this one. The one with one talent, the strongest of all, Everyone must have looked at it that this guy is so strong that with just one talent, he will find his way. But the guy did not recognize. He kept looking at the five and the two. Then he went to bury his own talent. When you bury what he has given you, it grieves God. Because you are depriving generations of what could have come through you. Hallelujah. 
He went to bed his own. And when the master came, he said to the one that traded, he said, you know what? You have been faithful a little. I am promoting you. <laughs> you know, some say to God, if you make you a multi-millionaire, all the projects in the church I will sponsor. Everyone will just laugh at you. They are smarter than that in heaven. What have you done with what you have right now? If you have 10,000 and you can't give a thousand, you can't give anything. <laughs> it is easier to give a thousand, but you will not. So you think when you have 10 million, you will give 1 million. Heaven will not even wait till you have it. They have already concluded. He that is faithful, he did not say that he's faithful in little, we also be faithful in much. If you have said that there might be a chance. But the Bible says, he that is faithful in little is also. And then he that is unfaithful in little, that means when everyone looks down and you, they see how you're 350k like trash, there is a conclusion in everyone immediately. He cannot undo 50 million. This is what he will do. There are many people watching me now. Now you are wondering why you pray, 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 confess, confess, confess. That is one of the mistakes that Christians make. They neglect this law. Then they go into prayer. Prayer cannot change God's word. Everybody watching me this morning, check your house, check everywhere around you. What have you been unfaithful to? In terms of what God has committed to your heart. Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. So I'm going to read something from Genesis and then I'll close. But before that, you know, I noticed that David was so faithful with those sheep. Many of you have not noticed. For time, I will not read. But go there for Samuel 17. Remember that in chapter 16, he was anointed as king. And the anointing came upon him. And then later in the same chapter 16, for, uh, King Saul was looking for somebody to come and be playing in the palace. And David was chosen. And then remember again. So he started living in the palace. But as soon as Saul went to war, oh, this is wonderful. David returned back to the sheep. There is something about those who understand this. David returned back to the sheep. He did not say that now I'm a palace boy. I can't go back to the sheep again. God saw how David cared for the sheep. Nobody was there when the lion came. Nobody was there when the bear came. David said to himself, I took 90 sheep out. I'm taking 90 in. I will not allow lion to kill anyone. And God saw a man straight away from a shepherd boy to a king straight away. God thought about it and he said that, who else should I commit the lives of my people into his hand other than this guy? Who will handle sheep properly like this? Oh, glory to God. And the day he was going to fight Goliath, he kept mentioning to Saul. He said, thy servant was with sheep. None was missing. He said, when I saw lion hitting one sheep, I ran to co collect the sheep from his mouth. And in heaven, they sat and they were looking at this young boy. Who would do allow anything to get missing? What do you do with things committed to your hand? No matter the dream you have had, like Joseph, you might have seen the future, but it might begin by going to Potiphar's house, going to Egypt. I don't know what you have seen. You are busy pursuing where your dream will come to pass, but you are so unfaithful where you are at the present. You don't know there is a ladder 
that connects where you are to where you ought to be. It's an invisible ladder. It is called service and faithfulness. If it's not there, you will dream till you are 70. And it's happening to a lot of people. There is a ladder. Oh, glory to God. One of the, one of the brothers in the church, I might not want to mention his name. Maybe he might not want me to say it publicly. But you see, he told me a story that blessed me. One of the men in the church, when he was working and he was receiving a very little pay, customers will come and others will dodge them, but he will be the one to attend. There was a particular customer that was quite troublesome. But then he will attend to the customer and will treat the person well. It was this, the person that got him his next job where his pay was many times what he was earning before and that opened him up to another realm entirely. He that is faithful. He that is faithful. He that is faithful. A little. Oh, dear Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. He's also faithful in much. Let's read something from... Let's, I want to read this last. Genesis... Chapter 2, I'm sure you've not seen it this way. I'm about to say Genesis 2. Amen. Verse 4. The Bible says, These are the generations of heavens and earth. When they were created in the day that the Lord God made the heaven and the, the earth and the heavens, every plant of the field, before it was on the earth, every arm, and if it, before it grew, for the Lord, now pay attention here, for the Lord had not caused it to rain upon the earth, for there was no man to till the ground. I was listening to a message one day, and one man of God brought out this. This is powerful. You know what? Everybody pay attention to this. The Bible says that the Lord has not caused it to rain upon the earth, because there was no man to till the ground. Everybody watch me wherever you are in your houses. When there, in other words, when there is no man to till the ground, there will not be rain from heaven. God did not release rain because there was no man to till the ground. In other words, here is the principle. When there is no man to till the ground, there will not be rain from heaven. In other words, when there is a man to till the ground, there will be rain from heaven. What is that word, till the ground? No man to administrate the ground. No man to manage the ground. Since there was no man to do that, rain was held back because there was no man to till the ground. Any area of your life that you are not tilting, rain is held back from that place. Which represents any area you are not faithful with. Any area you are not faithful. Rain is held back. In other words, I don't need to spend time praying for rain. I just need to start tilting the ground. When I begin to till the ground, God will release rain. Oh, how people don't know this. You see, believers are supposed to be the most disciplined set of people on the face of the earth. Where we walk, what we do. Whatever comes from you, how reliable is it? You know, I know Christians who do business, who are praying and praying and fasting that God should expand their business. But I've sat with people that they are worked for, terrible reputation. 
something little was given to them. A birthday of 30 people, prepare food for them. Or come and take the picture of 30 people. And you, they agree for 2 o'clock and by 3.34 you are not there. And you are dreaming of a day when you have studios across Lagos. Or when you have a chain of eateries across Lagos. You might become 69 and still be dreaming. After all, the Bible says old men shall dream dreams. <laughs> Except to pay attention to what I'm sharing today. He that is faithful in little. You see, in a in few years of being a pastor, I have seen this. It grieves me. When people, believers, give opportunity to other believers, and they come back to report and the person disappointed them. Now, the worst part is that when you call them, they get angry that the person did not understand the circumstances under which. So you agree to show up by four. They did not see you till 5.30. And when you arrive, yeah, they shouted at you and you are angry. So well, they should welcome you and play sacks for you and say, thou art welcome in the name of the Lord. I don't understand. Say the way they spoke. How else do you expect them to speak? Are you, are you following me? He that is faithful in little. Can you have a reputation that whatever comes from you does not fail? He that is faithful in little. It begins with how we manage time, how we manage money. Oh, glory to God. You see, when you talk about breakthrough, blessing, some people look at God, you know, dropping money suddenly. Many times, it doesn't happen like that. Remember, there are miracles and there are blessings. God will want to walk by the blessing, not by miracles and intervention when something is gone wrong. He does not even want anything to go wrong in the first place. That you are out there doing what you should do. Hallelujah. If you have 60,000 every month, and you don't want to be part of any kingdom project, you can't, I mean, you are guilty, you don't want to be part of anything, and you don't even want to give anything to anybody. You think when you have 60 million, you will give to people? Don't you know you believe in the house that will suck all your money and many things? Don't you know it is easy out of 60,000 to pull out even if you see someone and give somebody? This is important. Faithfulness. Hallelujah. It will promote you to another level. Never forget this message. When the lockdown is over, it's getting, it's ending in many places. What manner of man are you going to be? What you do? No man excels in business. If you don't fall in love with that business and give your life for it, not that you kill yourself. People can tell that you are passionate about what you do. When they say 2 o'clock, you are there by 1.30 latest. Oh, glory to God. This key has been omitted by many. He that is faithful in little is also faithful in much. God is watching what you do with what is with you right now. 
How do you treat the house you live in right now? How do you treat the car you drive right now? Maybe next we'll talk about valuing people. Hallelujah. You can't get the best from people you don't value. So I want to stop here this morning. It's a call. Faithfulness. Whatever amount you have as an income now, how faithful are you in what you are supposed to do with it? You are working under somebody. The Bible says if you are not faithful in that which belongs to another man, who will give you your own? Your own will come only after you are faithful with that which belongs to another man. In the wisdom of God, it starts you up with another man's own and it watches how you treat it. Oh, blessed be in the name of the Lord. Lift up your hands and just give Him praise. We worship you, we honor you, Father. We give you praise. Glory to your name. Thank you, blessed Redeemer. Blessed be your name. Thank you for this wonderful morning. Let your name be glorified, Lord. Lord, we ask that you help us to be doers of your word, not hearers only. Help us to walk in the light of what we have received in the precious name of Jesus Christ. Someone bless this morning. God bless you from wherever you are watching us from. Hallelujah. Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know, we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church, is beyond a religion. It is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now. If you, are, if you want to give your heart to Christ, just say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again and that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior, and from today I belong to you. If you have said those words, will be late, you are born again, you are part of God's family right now, you can go ahead and rejoice about it. And if you want to contact us, just check the addresses written on the screen. God bless you. We love you. Stay blessed.